0: to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations.
1: (laughs) Ayurveda gives you a holistic approach to living, Preventing dis-ease, aligning with your nature and nature around you, a wholesome diet, self-care practices, and a way of being that suits you. Ayurveda helps you improve the quality of your life and add longevity. The goal is to awaken and reignite your innate ability to heal. Each cell in your body has the profound wisdom it needs to be healthy. Ayurveda helps you realign to that wisdom. Valeria interviews Dr. Vedya Ram Tamang. He is an Ayurvedic physician trained as a doctor at the esteemed Ayurvedic University, MGR Medical University, at Coimbatore, India. Dr. Ram grew up learning about herbs and medicines from his grandmother in the foothills of the Himalayas in Kathmandu, Nepal. Dr. Ram also holds a certificate as a Master Herbalist from GCNM and is one of 700 Elite Certified High Performance Coaches, CHPC, in the world. After graduating as a Doctor of Ayurvedic Medicine, BAMS, he headed the Panchakarma Department at the Ayurvedic Retreat Center in Kunur, India, and worked side-by-side with allopathic doctors. Over the next few years, he was invited to teach and tour many schools and organizations in Europe, Nepal, and India. As a founder and owner of the Healing Gardens of Ayurveda, Dr. Ram has helped build and sustain a growing community of people passionate about the value of Ayurvedic medicine. Dr. Ram is a charismatic speaker and educator and offers numerous workshops and seminars for various organizations. In 2006, he started his practice in Orange County, South California, and has been practicing full time for the last 18 years at the Healing Gardens of Ayurveda, a full time Ayurvedic clinic. He is also a faculty with several Ayurvedic schools in the U.S., such as Kerala Ayurveda Academy and the Dancing Shiva Yoga and Ayurveda School. Over the last 20 years of his practice, he has served thousands of his clients to make changes in their lives and empower themselves with self-healing. He truly believes that health is in your hands and that each of us has a responsibility and desire to be healthy for ourselves, our families, our higher purpose and contribution to our world. Meet Dr. Ram at thehealinggardens.com. Here's the interview with Dr. Ram Tamang.
0: your own words, who is Ram Tamang?
2: Huh. Wow, what a profound question. You know, I, I really feel that immediately helps me tap into my own, you know, identity and help me tap into my, you know, purposes. And when I think about purposes, I'm not thinking about, you know, life's purposes, but simply like the, you know, many purposes of everyday life, right? What you want to do and you know what you want to be and how you want to do and how you want to be you know just helping me gain clarity and it's beautiful but anyway who i am you know i am a very um, you know simple caring and inspiring playful you know person who grew up in the foothills of the himalayas and just learning and observing you know my grandma and my the village elders about how plants and herbs can be used as medicine and naturally and again, I you know the same person who got an opportunity and people recognized something in him and you know gave him the opportunity to go to an amazing unique school to you know Jiddu Krishnamurti school and learned more on connecting and then became an Ayurvedic physician and who also happened to be an extra expert herbalist and a high performance coach and And he helps, you know, people who are really, you know, looking for a holistic approach to health and wellness and life and improving their energy, their emotional well-being and just people who are frustrated with the medications and their side effects and looking, you know, who are confused what to do next, you know, help them using these frameworks of Ayurvedic medicine you know the herbal protocols and herbal plants, and just high performance coaching, and that's what he is. <laughs> wow,
0: I love, I love your intention, I love your purpose, I love what you do. I said that off bracket, and there's something about using plants, nature to nurture itself. I don't separate human beings from nature. We are nature too. We are just kind of um, using what is available to nurture the body, and what a beautiful, not just concept, what a beautiful science our Veda is. And I have an idea, but not enough practice. (laughs) I have to practice more of it. So my follow-up question, or my second question, is about the idea of being healthy and happy. How would you describe a person when he or she is healthy and happy? Is there such a thing, uh, a description for that?
2: You know, that's another beautiful question. I mean, I think there are so many different ways of defining health. Mm -hmm. And one can say when you're disease-free or when everything in your body, every system, every organ is functioning optimally that you are healthy. Um, When your mind and your body and your emotions and your spirituality is aligned to you know your your life and every day you know when you wake up to when you go to bed that creates healthiness you know basically your whole system your excretory system your senses that actually connects the outer world to your inner world and the inside what's happening everything is connected and functioning optimally your excretory systems are functioning well you know your emotions are at ease and peace and you know, in a state of bliss, I think that really is Mm. the core of health. Wow. And,
0: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I'm listening to you and thinking, can we stay there? It sounds like a wonderful state or place to be. How long can we stay that way? Because everything keeps changing, right, Ram? It's
2: such a beauty. Yes. Yes, I couldn't agree more. You know, I think the beautiful way this is a 5,000 year old definition of health. It's a dynamic state of balance based on the rhythm of nature. Like our qualities and our energies are constantly fluctuating based on what it sees, what it hears, you know, what it touches and what it eats and what it smells. And, you know, it's impacted by the changes in the season, it's impacted by your age and the time of the day, you know, it's impacted during the different stages and phases of like digestion, metabolism, you know, in the different phases of your life and seasons and geographical location. So there are so many factors that's constantly impacting your energy and your quality. So they're in a state of dynamism, but your ability to quickly be aware of that and adjust it, And adapt it and bring it back to normalcy. And nature itself will bring you back to the qualitative balance. Like, you know, in the morning, you feel a little heavier. By the day, you know, you are more stimulated because of the sun. You know, in the evening, you start to feel that biochemical changes, the qualitative changes, the energetic changes that makes you feel a little bit more tired and more sleepy. So when you become aware of that, it's constantly changing so it's the the health is a state of dynamic balance and harmony with your own nature and the nature outside that's how i you know put it together and that's how i define it and the science of yoga and ayurveda has always said that it's a dynamic
0: mm. balance is then becoming aware of the body and its functions and in relation to the outside world, is that the first step to self-healing, would you say?
2: I would totally say that. You know, I think it's really focusing on immediately what you have a control over. Immediate, right? Your strength. I mean, as humans, we know, we feel, we experience, we see it in our body. We feel that. And then You know, there's the emotions and the feelings. So you cannot separate one from the other. Every sensations that you are feeling in your body is creating a psychological emotions and feelings, right? And so when you become that physical awareness of your body from head to toe, you know, that awareness, I think whether you call it, is it really the physical body to start your health and wellness journey or is it your emotional journey? You can't separate it. It's so linked with one another. You know, you, it's it's almost like it's it's in the same pot and and it's the same foundation. So it's difficult to really separate that. I hope I answered your question.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. That's so true. So it is awareness in the sense, but it's a almost like it's all encompassing awareness. It's not separated from the body and the mind. It's just that's right. One yeah. with it. Yeah. Another question, open question is about the purpose of the human experience. What do you you feel that is?
2: Again, I mean, what an amazing question, right? The purpose of, you know, purpose is really to come to a realization by understanding the simple qualities of the mind. You know, it has that ability to discern, ability to remember, like memories, and then it also has the ability to realize the interconnectedness of your individual soul to your higher universal consciousness. And so that realization is where I think the huge human purpose comes down to play and how every actions, your coping mechanism, your reactions, your responses has a ripple effect on the outcome and how you're influencing your loved ones, your close people, people you come across with, you know not not limited to people, the nature, the animals, and you know pets, all of that. So the purpose is really to realization self-realization is the higher purpose of you know being a human and real you know um
0: being alive. beautiful answer. thank you. <laughs> is that what we call enlightenment,? <laughs> You know, again, it's such a, it's a powerful word,
2: right? I mean, you can call, you know, when we think about enlightenment, are we thinking it in terms of long term? You know, long term, there's for everything, there is your daily moment to moment balance and required self-realization, right? Self-realization is, you know, being aware that you are connected to the world outside and the world around you, your environment and your universe outside is connected to you. You are the micro reflection of the macro universe. So, so having said that, I think, you know, one of the main thing that comes down to play is enlightenment immediately when we think about it's like a larger, higher purpose and concept. But self-realization is momentary, how you show up. You know, how you know, how, what is your energy like when you are in that moment, your intentions? your intuitions and you know your so those are the things that i feel is a very subtle differences so but to answer that you know is is self-realization or more of an enlightenment i think in the long term yes because that's really gaining clarity that you know you are interconnected and so whether it's in the moment-to-moment realization or higher consciousness enlightenment connecting to your individual consciousness and the universal consciousness—that's the enlightenment.
0: Another question is about you have been talking about, already, the spirituality. But what is your idea of spirituality? Would that be the same—the reali- the moment-to-moment realization of our connectivity to it all?
2: Um, I, I would absolutely, you know, say so in a way because you know spirituality—you know—from the 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 um, the concept and the principles that. The Indian subcontinent where they talk about the healing process of connecting with being spiritual is very personal, right? I mean, it's really like when you know that realization comes into being of you become one in spirit is when you start to experience spirituality. Being in spirit is, you know, like spirituality, so spirituality, you know, could be mean because people can really, you know, processes differently. And you know, people say I'm very spiritual for what I do, but you know, you know, you have lack of awareness of how you are showing up. And then, you know, just trying to pray alone is that spirituality? I think, you know, for me, that's not spirituality, but being conscious, tapping into that subconscious emotions, your conscious emotions and your conscious interconnectedness, that when you connect each of these and realize that your emotions, your body, your feelings, and your mind are a doorway to that higher consciousness, I think when you're connected to all of that and that's aligned, you are far more a spiritual being.
0: At this time, what do you feel is the world's greatest need?
2: Ah, oh, that's, a, that's a beautiful, again, you know, I think understanding, you know, needing love and kindness and compassion and connection. We are all dying for that, whether it's in an individual level or, a, you know, like, you know, as a whole world, we feel, you know, we feel unheard. We feel, you know, a lack of compassion and respect and misunderstood, And isn't that a struggle that we're all going through in an individual, um, you know, individual level or as a whole, as a world, you know, there is that dichotomy, the conflict. And simply what I think the world really needs is that listening ear of kindness, love, compassion, um, you know, just respecting that just existence and, and the journey of life. And trying to, you know, really have that honoring that you are alive. And I think that's what, you know, the world needs today, a lot more of that sensitivity.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yes, a trillion times to that, to understanding love, kindness. Yes, listening. And when I think about with the, the thinking mind, analytical mind, the question that comes is what has been a challenge for me is, trying to understand or hold space for those human beings who are dwelling in, let's say, violent thoughts, even they have been actually uh, bringing the thoughts to this reality. And you see now with the Ukraine and Russia, you know, this war. So how do we learn to hold the space to understand love and be kind to those who speak from a place of lack, of fear, of aggression?
2: Well, once again, what a beautiful question. You know, I wish we all asked that to ourselves. You know, how, how, do we, how do we bring that? How do we tap into that? Because, you know, that'll really help you focus on how what you want and how you want it to be. Because the more you focus on, you know, what you focus on, your energy flows there, right? You know, energy flows where your focus is, where your attention is, and how much time and duration you give to it. So having said that, you know, um, the world has so much conflict, as I said, it really goes back down to how do we deal with those emotions of hatred and frustrations and things, you know, beautifully that Ayurvedically we say that, you know, based on events of how and what you have gone through, your past experiences, we we react and we respond, And we, you know, that creates a sensation. So based on what you have seen, what you have heard, what you're seeing, and, you know, and all of those senses, sensory, uh, sensory like perceptions, creates a sensation in your body and creates a feeling and emotions. And it's basically a certain rhythm and a pattern that you are comfortable in. So we tend to go into those emotions because that's how you have coped with it. That's how you have dealt with it. That's how you have seen people around you, you know, deal with it. And so you tend to only understand that. But the beautiful thing here is, you know, in any situation, your circumstances need not trigger. I mean, it will happen, you know, like how you said, you're not alone when you feel frustrated, angry about it. But you have to learn to ask, is this serving me and my health? Is it, you know, helping me create a better flow and a grow? And is it helping me, you know, tap into that higher consciousness? Or is it creating a constriction? And, you know, is it creating more, you know, tension? Because when you ask that question, then immediately it helps you to say, no. You know, that's the reality. And you have to learn to, you know, like, you know, that's the emotions and feelings based on your past experiences, your feeling. But it is that thought process that creates a feeling. and then. In any situation, you have a choice and an ability and an option to choose how you cope with it, how you react to it and how you respond to it and how and what actions you take. I think that's where I go back onto the simple principles of Ayurveda that, you know, if you can remember who you want to be and what is that you want to be, it really reminds you of that and, and helps you in any situation, you start to contribute and make a difference in any events and situations. I know it's a very, you know, profound topic and you can go on discussing about it, but you know, deep, I believe that that's the, I truly believe that, you know, there is, you know, how you're processing the situation, you know, how you're processing and what are you bringing? What energy are you bringing to that space to find a solution?
0: Yes, it really resonates, even energetically resonates yeah, true. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. to me. Thank you, Valeria. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: that is just so so true. How, what can I say when I feel <laughs> that way? That's exactly yes. yes, something in me says, What are you about? and then I calm down, and then everything becomes loving and kind again. So true. So, you are a an ayurvedic physician and you're also the founder of the healing gardens of ayurveda yes. talk to me for a moment ram about your work what do you offer through your company it's a full service ayurvedic clinic actually how wonderful yes yeah
2: so, so what we do is really like you know uh, help people who are looking for alternative, holistic, natural, you know, a, a natural way to manage their health concerns. Whether it's mind, body, you know, emotional struggles, or you know, dealing with a very physical, um, you know, fatigue and you know, side effects of uh, you know medications, aches and pains, inflammation, whatever it might be, right? We so what we do is we use the framework of herbal protocols uh, and, and then natural, you know, holistic diet and nutritional plans. Uh, we have you know natural therapies, um, you know, Ayurvedic treatments, body works that we do, like wide range of Ayurvedic body works. And then we also do like the 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 Vedic and spiritual coaching and counseling. To improve your health and emotional and physical health, um, and yeah, so those are the things that you know we offer our at our center.
0: I'm curious about. I think I never asked you before. What is the meaning of the word our Veda or the translation of it?
2: Wow, that I you know usually I take a whole weekend or yeah. more to I mean, even explain.
0: Oh no. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, not a good question to ask. No, here. No, no,
0: no. It's a fantastic <laughs>
2: question. The reason is because it has such multi-layered answer. You know, and, and just by literal translation, it means, you know, it, it's, it literally means knowledge about your life. You know, Ayur means your life and knowledge, you know, Vedi, Veda simply means the understanding and the knowledge of life. It's an art and science of healthy being. Now, you know, just when we talk about being, you could really understand it from so many multi-layered, you know, like level of understanding of just being. Right. And so the same way it's it's like literally the literal translation is Ayurveda, which simply means it's a way of being and a way of living to optimize and maximize your potentials on a physical level and emotional level to live life to its fullest.
0: What a beautiful tool to have. That's what I see. And I do have books and I have interviewed so many people, but it's funny how it's almost like um, a call, isn't it, Ram? Yeah. It's a call, right?
2: totally and you know Valeria like the beautiful thing about ayurveda is it's such a simple common sense practices so it's really about you know like how you manage your day and what you do when you wake up to when you go to bed and you know your daily routines your daily rhythms and and and, and you know like how you adjust and adapt to the changes in the seasons And how you adapt based on what you're feeling and what you need to do, your daily lifestyle, daily habits, you know, like what you eat, when you eat, how you eat, you know, what are the things, what you do, when you do, how you do, when you go to bed. And, you know, the quality and the quantity of sleep, all of these little things, you know, such common sense practice is the Ayurvedic, you know, medicine and its concepts and principles. And, you know, it's so beautiful because it's such profound spiritual practices, but at the same time, it's very, very practical um, and implementable intellectual practices. And so that's why it's profound.
0: I remember the first time I came across Ayurvedic, or Ayurvedic medicine. I read about the Ayurvedic doshas. I think you pronounce it, the Vata, yes. Pitta and Kapha, if I pronounce them correctly.
2: Yes. Yes, you did.
0: I was so impressed how accurate it was. I could not believe, like, oh, my God, is that possible? (laughs) Something (laughs) like this to be out there? It's almost like a secret. (laughs) It is. It is. But it's not a secret
2: because it's been on around us, right? 5,000 years since people have always, when you're cold, you do something that's warming (laughs) for you, right? And when you're feeling hot, you do something to cool your body. When you're feeling heavy, you do something to lighten it. When you're feeling light, you do something to ground you know, when you're feeling dry, you do some. So like increases are like the opposite decreases. And, you know, qualities, understanding the qualities within you, in your body and in your emotions and understanding the qualities in nature, the qualities of the, the sun, the moon, you know, the wind and the water and the earth and how that can be used. Quality, you know, when you understand the qualities of each of those and then that can be, you know, used to help you. Heal, you know those imbalances. So it's very, very practical. That's
0: <laughs> yeah, practical, rich, uh, accurate, fascinating <laughs> to me. Fascinating. All, yeah. I wish you were here in Florida. <laughs> I don't think we have a center here in Florida. Are you thinking about opening one here too, Ram? Do you have a plan to expand? You
2: know the the thing about it is, you know, like as it's we talk about adaptability, right? So, um, you know, I have always. Being in uh, more of a brick and mortar clinic, but I've started to open up more a virtual, you know, service now. You know where people can actually reach out, and we do the the Ayurvedic consultations, the assessment, the coaching, and then um, you know that can be done through Zoom, Skype, and Facetime. You know, and and we have been mailing people the the herbs and. The plans virtually throughout the country and many people even outside of the country of the United States. And so, yeah, so we have opened up that, you know, for the people and they have more access to us now.
0: Right. So it is available. That's wonderful to know. And that's yeah. true. I have seen on your website you offer the consultation. You have the cleanse and the detox program. That's so right. that's the cleanse kit. Yeah, that looks incredible. Because we all, even when we think that we are feeling our optimal, yes. yeah, sometimes just imbalances happen throughout the day. Yeah. Like you said, The everything yes. is constantly changing the energies. And that's a wonderful resource to have. So I'll definitely look into it myself because my husband and I would really love that too, for sure. You
2: know, I mean, the benefits and the outcome is what people always remember. I mean, you know, I've been doing that and serving people, um, you know, for here in the states for almost 18 years you know and people who come with a lot of inflammation pain you know fatigue and you know like anxiety disturbed sleep um you know autoimmune disorders like you know psoriatic conditions joint issues all that and you know they see within two weeks their energy shift you know and transform tremendously you know they walk out saying that they're, they've they never felt that, you know, clarity and the lightness in their full body and mind. Um, you know, their pain, the intensity right away decreasing, their, you know, metabolism improved, losing weight. And, you know, anywhere people lose weight from anywhere from three pounds to even 25 pounds within two weeks of just eating healthy, not fasting and not dieting like that, you know. And so, People are always amazed by that. And the cleanses is everything that we offer is very, very personalized um, and, you know, customized and individualized for that person, that person's body type, that person's, you know, imbalances. And so, you know, that's why even our initial consult is usually 90 minutes to an hour to a 90 minute. That's, Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's it's very comprehensive. It's not something that anybody would just buy the kit and and take it. It No, we don't have that. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) Thank you. Good to know. It's not that kind of self-healing, right? Uh, No. (laughs) Oh, I'll look into it for sure. I feel very energized and vibrant most of the time. But there is a time of the month for women during the menstruation time. That's when everything's out of balance in a way. and the mind doesn't work the same way, doesn't respond to the same um, thought processes that I used to have. It's not the same. So is that something that could help women with uh, menopause or the premenstrual syndrome and all that as well, Ram?
2: Oh, wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, those are such a common problem. So Valeria, like, you know, what I can say is, you know, anybody that you know who's experiencing that, they are not alone. But the beautiful thing is there are ways to work on that. You know, I always talk about the, the the transitions are when you are the most vulnerable, when there's a change happening. And so there's a hormonal change that impacts your body and that impacts your mood. Ayurveda has already said that, you know, you cannot separate your body from your emotions. You know, there is a new studies today. What they talk about is, you know, PNI. I don't know if you're aware of that, which simply means psycho psychoneuroimmunology. You know, how it impacts like you know, your your and endo, you know, psycho endo immunology. Like basically what they're saying is one impacts the other, right? The endocrine system, the hormones impacts your immunity, that you know, your hormones impact your neurotransmitters, and you know, like all the the, the neurotransmitters, and then your emotion, the psychology. So they are so innately connected to one another. And so when during that hormonal change, when it's a cycle and a rhythm. the most vulnerable i mean that's why in many cultures they used to say those three days you know you should do just rest and you know connect with your body and allow the body to do what it does but our modern culture doesn't allow that anymore right i mean it is one of those and they that's what they say when during that you know time you're the most vulnerable to any imbalances and viruses and bacteria too so beautiful is it and you know and then that's what you know with all that information but you know just adding a little bit of the the fun to and joke to it i always tell my you know friends male friends you know if you understand a lady you know for that 3 to 5 days in her monthly you know, you're going to have a very balanced and a happy life. You know, I, mean, I joke yes. around with that. But because the reality, so true. Is, the whole, yeah, yeah. So to answer, yeah, do we help with that? Absolutely. We've seen results. People have been always amazed with dealing with those anxieties, those mood swings, hot flashes and cramps and, you know, heavy bleeding. And yeah, so all sorts of issues. And, you know, there are Ayurvedic ways to really work on that. And with simple herbal protocols, sometimes you don't even have to do the cleanse. You could just bring about some lifestyle changes, bring about some changes in the way you've been breathing and bring about a change in your breathing practices and simple herbs and food changes, right? I mean, the products that you use in your home, you know, like they can all be endocrine disruptors. Oh my God. So all that, you know, so yes, but you know, cleanses is when it has really impacted your you know, cellular level, it has impacted your systems deeper, then you do the cleanse to reset and to restart. Yeah, that's how I put it together.
0: Wow. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful to know too. Thank you so much, Ram, for explaining that. So some of us can go through the process of the consultation and then we might or might not need the kit, right? The whole cleansing Exactly. Okay, exactly. that's good to know. Exactly wonderful. And that's uh, something that I think I need, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) The chains are incredible. And I I meditate, I do yoga, and I eat healthy, I exercise. I think I do everything right, but it still affects I feel the impact. It's not easy. It goes back to the body, right? And the emotions. Yeah, you talk about the mind. So emotions, when we suppress them, then they lead to Issues not just in the body but the mind too, right? Around both. Totally. Totally. So, how do we learn to recognize the signs when we have been kind of suppressing emotions and now they are in the body and being manifested in the body and mind? How do we learn to recognize those signs?
2: Amazing question. I think what a beautiful question. You know, m- most important thing is just like, you know, asking yourself, How am I feeling? like you know are you feeling a little bit more agitated and as you ask that you know you can close your eyes and feel your heart race and your you know like the muscles and you know you're you're just listening to your body how it's responding to all of that emotions and feelings and how your body is reacting to that and you know we never do that we never do that and and how do we recognize that is really like the impact of every We don't even know sometimes what we are feeling and what we want to (laughs) feel.
1: so true. (laughs) Honestly,
2: we're in that, you know, automatic, you know, automatic reactory on coping mechanism. We're just going through that. We don't take a moment to really ask, how am I feeling? That embracing that is so important. And that is what I, there's no emotion that's bad because it was helping you survive and thrive. And it has brought us to where we are as humanity right but what is essential is is it you know is it shortening your life and is it impacting those emotions your immune you know your immune system your endocrine system your cardiovascular system your detox systems all of those and your nervous system and your like you know all of this because every system is connected so when when you realize that how do you realize it is by simply trying to ask that question Um, saying, how am I feeling and what's the impact it's having in my body? And just quickly focusing your energy towards what do I want to feel? And you can even, you know, give a name to it. Like, you know, I want to be joyous. And what does that look like? You know, focus on that. What does that mean? Like, I want to be a little bit more, you know, uh, you know, enthusiastic about life. Or am I like, you know, is my emotion kind of constricting me or helping me? And I expand. Is my, is it creating a little flow or creating more, you know, I call this confusion and more fluttering? You know, whether it's adrenal, whether it's your heart, whether it is your lymphatic system, whether it is your digestive system, is it increasing more acidity or depleting the secretion of, you know, these, these, you know, the the digestive fluids? So all of that, you know, the sensation when you close your eyes and ask that it really allows that the muscle tension so simple like you know tightness the the increased pulse rate increased blood pressure um you know the fluctuation in your like you know sugar your metabolism you know your bloatedness your gassiness all of that is 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 what gives you you know helps you realize you know that impact it's having in the body every the emotion
0: yeah so it's in a way it's simple but not it's not easy. <laughs> it's simple, but not easy. <laughs> it is. You know, for it's so true sure. because it is, it is simple and the <laughs> idea is to make it simple so that you can actually act on it. Yeah. So it
2: becomes easy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes we become, you know, we over, uh, you know,
0: we analyze and we complicate it and create more confusion. <laughs> yes, that, that's for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. We are almost at the end, but I do have another question for you about that relates to my own experience in the body, in the female body, and going through emotions and all this. Do you believe that there is a time also that the body and the mind can have that space to be sad, to be reflective, introspective? Is that something that's also natural, from your perspective? Or there's no such a thing. We should always feel vibrant, energized, and ready to go all the time. I think, Valeria, it's what a beautiful question. You know,
2: there you have to create to feel those emotions for reflection. That is when it's about you tapping into deepening your awareness of. Really feeling those negative emotions of sadness and anxiety and, you know, frustration, anger and grief and all of those emotions. And, you know, I I, I just... Want to share that I was talking with my partner about it. And, you know, as women, probably you're experiencing a lot more because you have gone through as a society, as, you know, we live in this patriarchal dominant society, you know, not necessarily always, you know, because of which you might be dealing with more of those emotions. And it's okay to feel those. It's totally okay. And you should reflect on it. You should give a little time and energy to digest it and resolve it though. You know, it's really about how long you hold on to it and what are you doing to create those emotions and to flow and for you to heal. You know, because if you hold on to it too long without resolving it, that is when most of the issues you know, woman today or you know, even in a man, I'm not saying that, you know, but what I'm saying is most women have never had that ability to express their emotions, communicate what they're feeling. They had to always be the server, serve, 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 And they didn't have that time for themselves and, and to reflect on what is their what do they want? What are they feeling? You know, sometimes and so I, I really believe that, you know, it's essential for you to really, you know, just express those and and, and you know, be able to communicate those. And sometimes, again, I mean, in your, you know, the, the male partner who's just thinking with just two hormones may not be able to understand. And, you know, be vibrant, be energetic, be this. But then there's a lot more complexities to it. And it's about being able to embrace that feeling. You know, acknowledging that about what it's doing. And then again, but just asking that question you know, how can I resolve it? How can I, you know, like, you know, dissolve this tension that I'm feeling? And maybe what always helps is a small community of friends, you know, having a circle, connection, all of that also really, really tends to help in addition to other things, you know. um, uh, So those are the external factors, because when you connect with yourself, it's your physical and emotional health. When you connect with your you know, like the people and peers and around and outside, then you add more life and quality and vibrance into to your life.
0: Mm, yes, yeah. I love your suggestions and your wisdom. It just always resonates true. <laughs> Everything you say thank pretty you. much, I uh, have to say, oh, it's really... That's
2: very kind of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, beautifully communicated. It's very clear too. It's uh, something that I love, the idea that we can find the answers within and we do need reflection, we do need to be alone sometimes, not for too long, I agree, dwelling with those emotions. It is very much the case with me. I I consider myself an introvert. And especially that time of the month, I do want to be alone. (laughs) And I I do want to be reflected. But my husband doesn't understand that much. So that has been an interesting challenge. Let's leave it that way anyway.
1: Yes. So we're almost
0: at the end. I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. But before that, would you like to add anything else that we left unsaid?
2: No, I think, you know, you, it's such a beautiful question, very simple, um, you know, just understanding, connecting and Really understanding the qualities of the elements in nature, like, you know, the qualities of the the, the fire element, the water element, the earth element and the, the air element and space and how each of those constitutes yourself in your body. And they also have those qualities. And when you feel a little bit of this one quality of heat is excess, then you have to look at what activities am I doing? How am I using my senses that's adding to more heat? Am I eating more heating food? Am I exercising in the middle of the day? Am I, you know, is, is my tendency and personality a little bit more fiery? You know, when you start to do that and adjust and adapt, I think understanding the quality inside of you, outside of you and Adding more quality to your life is what I would say you need to, you know, I hope that people can resonate and add to that and to make a change and transform their life.
0: What is another word for life? I think, you know, the another word
2: for life is really experiencing fulfillment. You know, fulfillment comes from, you know, how much and how you show up and how much energy you give to all areas of life, right? And life is that, like, you know, your experiences, you know, like your health, your relationship, your career, your community, and what's important to you. And, you know, like just experiencing that silence and stillness, and finding that peace and calmness and joy, and experiencing the freedom of being alive. Really, I think it truly comes down to that, and just gaining clarity. What does it mean to me? What is life to me? Just gaining clarity, right? And where there is clarity, they say there's mm. love. Where there's love, there's freedom. Oh my God, everything mm. connects. So life
0: is experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I love that. You answer all of my questions. I had another one. Now we don't have any. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just answered them all: freedom, love, fulfillment, all of this, and and that's life is all about the experiencing those things. I want to thank you again for your beautiful presence. It's very light and vibrant and healthy and in so many ways. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, for doing what you do, helping yourself and others at the same time. It's just a precious thing, experience uh, to have. Thank you so much again, Ron.
2: You're so kind. Thank you so much, Valeria, for having me on your show.
0: Thank you. And before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services, and future projects?
2: So the best way is to contact me, you know, connect with us through our website. It's uh, thehealinggardens.com with only one G between the healing and the gardens. Dot com and then you can also find us on you know our social media um, and also if you're local to the United States um, you can reach out on our phone number is 714-730-7919. um you know please connect and if you have you know any questions we'd be more than happy to support you and let's let's connect.
0: Yes, connection. (laughs) That's another powerful (laughs) tool we have. Thank you so much again, Ram, and we'll talk soon. Bye for now.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Dr. Ram Tamang and his work, please visit thehealinggardens.com.